Hello and welcome back to the Jumping Through Hoops podcast with myself, Hannah Murphy. I'm a mum of three and multiple business owner, and I have set this podcast up in order to serve you and to help you jump through the hoops of life and business. Let's begin. In this episode, I am going to talk to you about my all-time favourite book and a book that has helped me see things completely differently. It's helped me gain an awful lot of clarity both in my business and also in my personal life. And you may well have already read the book or if you haven't read it, you might have heard of it. And the book is The 4-Hour Workweek by Timothy Ferris. And if you haven't yet read the book, then I do urge you to go out and get the book because honestly, it is a game changer. So the concept behind the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, um, is basically to create a life that you don't want to retire from. And it kind of teaches you to eliminate everything from your life that that serves no purpose or um, to outsource things that can be outsourced in order to get your time back to do the things that you want to do for yourself, the things that you love doing. So basically eliminate everything you hate and replace it with everything you love. That's the concept behind the book, really. Um, I mean, you might think, oh God, the four hour work week, I work 40 hours now and I can't take a pay cut and work four hours a week. I wouldn't be able to survive, wouldn't be able to live. Um, I get that. <laughs> and and then when I saw the title of the book before I knew much about it, I kind of thought the same, really. I was a bit sceptical. Um, but you need to read the book fully to understand what it's teaching you. And even if you work 40 hours a week now, if your dream and goal is to get your time back, if you think, oh, I can't, I can't think of working... 40 hours a week for another 20 30 years it's like is this all, all there is to life um no <laughs> there's so much more to life and there are ways that you can create a life that you you dream of having okay it, it shouldn't have to be a dream actually it's it's achievable um there are ways to escape <laughs> the nine to five and as the title says live anywhere and join the new rich so the new rich in I'm just going to explain what that actually is it's the new rich um they're not necessarily money rich but they're people who are time rich now what what's more valuable time or money because I mean yes money's extremely important um but Money can be made in, in so many ways. Um, money can be lost, but then it can be made again pretty quick. Time, however, can never be gotten back. Okay, You can never reclaim time. Once time's happened and it's gone, it's gone forever. There's nothing you can do about getting time back. So the goal really um, for most of us in life and the one that the four-hour work week, week teaches is to to get your time back and so that you can have time to do all the things that you love doing and to live a fulfilled life basically so i'm just going to pick out a few bits of the book that have really sort of um i guess inspired me um and and the parts of the book that i just i think will be most helpful to you as i say i do urge you to go and get the book so you can read it completely um but as I said, I'm just going to pick out a few bits for you, um, which have really stood out to me. So 
yeah, the the goal really in life for most of us is to create a life that we don't want to retire from. So the thing is, in society, it's programmed into us that we go to school, we then go to college or university or we get a job and we work, we save money, we get a mortgage, we get married, we have children um, and then we retire <laughs> at like 60, 65. The age is on the increase all the time though. God knows <laughs> what it's going to be, like 90 years old next or something before we get to retire. Um, but, you know, t- it's not guaranteed to any of us, is it, how long we're going to be here on this planet? What if we don't make it to retirement, you know? We don't know. We don't know when our time's up. So what is the point of saving everything until the end? Um, it, it Actually, if you think about it, it makes no sense whatsoever. Like, why are we waiting until we retire to enjoy our lives? Especially if it's not even guaranteed to us. Like, what are we even doing? <laughs> it just, if you think about it, it makes no sense at all. But it's just what society has actually taught us to do. I mean, what if you don't want to live the life that society has mapped out for you? You know, why leave the good to last when it could be too late? So the four-hour work week talks about, so instead of making your goal to retire young, okay, which a lot of people might be thinking, okay, so I'll retire young instead. No, the goal should be to distribute mini retirements throughout your life on a regular basis and recognize the fact that actually inactivity is not the goal so like when you retire like you think oh what are you going to do just you know, sort of go on cruises <laughs> go out for lunch <laughs> um and actually you might get a bit bored as well um so that's not really the goal like it might, it might be for you and that's absolutely fine uh personally for me that's not the goal i think my goal and I, I guess if you're listening to me, you probably share similar goals to me. Um, my goal is doing that which excites me, that which brings me a fulfilled and purposeful life. Yeah, I don't know if I'm making any sense here. I don't know if I'm rambling on a little bit too much. Um, but basically what I'm trying to say is um, now is the time to map out and create the life that you desire. So even if you're working 40 hours a week, ask yourself, is there a way that you can perhaps take a sabbatical now and again or take some time off to, to do the things that you really want to do? Um, if you can, more than just once a year, you know, like it's not much of a life just waiting for that one holiday a year, is it, for seven days or, or two weeks uh, and then having to go back to the grindstone? I mean... I know that's what society teaches us and that's what a lot of us are just programmed to do and believe that all that's all there is to life but there isn't I mean you can take a series of mini retirements now um and do the things that you want to do now um and actually you know you might be thinking oh but I don't have all the money for that I've got my mortgage to pay I've got kids I've got you know all these things to pay for um, you need to read the four hour work week because in there is actually there's um, an exercise and it's called the dreamline. And in the dreamline, it actually helps you break down all the things that you want to do and work out the cost of how much things cost. And and actually you'd be really surprised because they actually are a lot more affordable than what you might think. So, for example, 
um, Tim Ferriss, who has travelled the world, and he's done it all on the cheap. And he talks about in the four hour work week how you can travel on the cheap, how you can find cheap flights, how you can find cheap accommodation, how you can work from different locations around the world. So you're still earning money um, while you're getting to see the world. If you've got a family, how you can travel with your children. I mean, it's, it's extremely interesting and it's really informative. So there are so many ways to incorporate um, mini retirements into your life now not wait till you're 90 years old <laughs> to do it when you're too old to actually enjoy it really at that age I mean I say too old um, you're never too old really to do anything but you know what I mean at 90 years old trekking up a mountain um, can be done but it's going to be a bit harder isn't it <laughs> Um, do it now. If you want to do something, do it now. Don't wait when time is not guaranteed to any of us. Anyway, that's my little rant there. <laughs> so um, the four-hour week, four-hour work week talks about the new rich. And the new rich, as I say, are um, described as those who are not money rich, but time rich. So for example, um, the employee who arranges his schedule and negotiates a remote work agreement to achieve 90% of the results in one tenth of the time. So in the book, Tim Ferriss talks a little bit more in depth about that, about how when you work eight hours a day in a job, how actually probably out of those eight hours, you're only really very productive for about two to three hours of the day. The rest of the time is actually wasted. Um, because you, you know, you are probably only getting the core and most relevant parts of the work achieved in say two to three hours. So you're sat there in your office for eight hours, but actually you're kind of killing time a lot of the time just because, just for the sake of, of being at your job. Um, so if there's a way to try and rearrange a schedule, negotiate some work from home days. Uh, I know that's what my husband's done with his job. He's actually negotiated two work from home days. So he's actually only in the office three days a week. And in his two work from home days, he manages to get everything done in half the time he would if he was in the office. So I get that that's probably not possible for every single job, but it may well be um, an option for you to explore. So if it is, do have a look down that route and see if it's something you can negotiate. Um, The new rich can also be defined as a business owner who eliminates the least profitable customers and projects and outsources all operations entirely from the business. So, for example... um, Okay, I'll take my one of my businesses, for example. Um, I spent a lot of time probably last year on customers who actually didn't spend very much money with me, uh, would email constantly asking things, um, you know, and obviously I'll be polite, reply and everything, but, you know, just at the end of the day, silly things, silly questions. <laughs> and, um, and actually they didn't spend very much money with me and they were just actually a bit of a nuisance, if I'm quite honest. (laughs) Uh, Probably shouldn't say that, but I'm just going to be brutally honest. Uh, So I was probably spending about 80% of my time on on one customer who bought me in maybe 10% of my profits. So, you know, first of all, you've got to eliminate eliminate that. (laughs) Um, And outsource operations in your business where you can. Now, 
these days you've got virtual assistants um, and it's really easy to get a virtual assistant. You can get them from anywhere in the world. They're online. Sometimes you don't even have to meet them. So, um, you know, you can outsource marketing. You can outsource all your admin. Uh, there are so many things you can outsource. So you're getting your time back. And actually, they're very reasonable too. They're not expensive. Um, and actually, you've got to think what's, again, go back to the point of what's more valuable, time or money. Um, if you're getting your time back, then then surely that's that's the goal, isn't it? That's the goal. <laughs> um, the new rich can also be defined as a student who elects to risk it all which, as Tim Ferriss says, is absolutely nothing. <laughs> when you're a student, you haven't really got much to risk. Um, to set up your own business on the side, like a little side hustle, two hours a week, to make an in- income to support your student lifestyle. Um, you know, why Why are students not doing that now? I, I guess they maybe are not shown how to, um, but to me it would make so much sense Um if if you're going to university and you're getting in like thousands of pounds of debt to pay for your studies, um, you know, why are you not thinking of, of creating some little side hustle? Like two, hour, two hours a week um, could be anything, couldn't it? It could just be babysitting, you know. Um, God, I, I'm always looking for babysitters. Babysitting, walking someone's dog. <laughs> Um, whatever it might be, there are ways to uh, create an income on the side and there's nothing to lose by trying to do that. Um, So yeah, I mean, you've got to read the book, as I say, in more detail to find out exactly what Tim Ferriss is explaining um, that the new rich can be defined as, but they're just some examples. So uh, the four-hour work week's message is basically, as I say, to eliminate as much as possible from your day-to-day life in order to give you back your time, okay? Doing less is an, it's not lazy, <laughs> and that's most that's really hard for most of us to accept, isn't it? Because I think there's this thing around being busy, like, it's almost like a badge of honour, like, oh, we've got to be busy. I'm so busy, I'm doing this, I've got to fit all this in. Uh, no, no, we haven't. <laughs> doing less isn't lazy okay let's get that into our heads (laughs) straight away um but yeah I think our culture tends to reward personal sacrifice instead of personal productivity okay the key is actually in being productive instead of being busy so as I say going back to like if you're working eight hours in an office um probably only two to three hours of your eight hour day are productive if you think about it. Um, but for some reason, we've got to be told by society that you need to be there for eight hours. <laughs> um, however, uh, yeah, like in the four hour work week, um, you know, like Tim says, that most of your productivity comes from around two hours a day of your time. <laughs> so if you're employed and there's a way you can negotiate the hours you spend in work, do it. Okay, so admittedly, um, I'm just going to use my own story a little bit. I haven't actually got my work week down to four hours, but I would say I'm around six to eight hours now, which is pretty good going. Um, And everything I actually do in those six to eight hours is something I actually enjoy doing. I have outsourced everything that I dislike 
<laughs> um, as soon as I read the book, I sort of started putting that into um, into action, and I outsourced everything I didn't like. So now I'm working around six to eight hours a week, and I'll just give you a little bit of a rundown of how I run my day and how I'm able to fit the things into my day that I like doing and that's even running two businesses and with three children and a husband that now works away in the week. Now I swear by my power hour in the morning and my power hour is it kind of sets me up for the day so it does involve waking early and that's not always easy (laughs) but once you get into a routine it does get easier so I actually I set my alarm for around six o'clock every morning and I do have to sneak downstairs because my youngest, my three-year-old, does hear me a lot of the time and follows me down. Um, And when she does, though, I just sort of quietly put on the telly for her for a moment and I just sort of let her sit in the lounge and just play with her toys um, or watch a bit of telly while I'm having my power hour. (laughs) So from 6 to 7 a.m., that's my power hour. And during that time, I will make myself a coffee and... I'll spend probably sort of five, ten minutes just sort of waking up properly first. Um, I might spend a few moments just sort of uh, watching the sunrise or um, just just reflecting, um, practicing some affirmations, uh, just spending about three minutes meditation. Um, and then I'll go through my to-do list for the day and work out what's my priority. So what what is my priority for the day? Um And then I'll also revisit the goals that I've set myself for the week because on a Sunday evening, I set myself weekly goals, not too many, only sort of between one and three goals a week, just depending on what's happening at that moment in time. And I'll just see if I'm any closer to reaching my goals. And then during my power hour, I will work on my business. So I won't work in it. I won't reply to emails in the morning. That's one thing I don't do. Um, I do check my emails, but I don't reply to them first thing in the morning because that power hour is the time to sort of take my business forwards, really. So I will do something like create a piece of content, like a blog or an Instagram post, um, or I'll write a bit more of one of my online courses. Um, And as I say, I'll do something that is going to take my business forwards. So that's my power hour. And that's what I do Monday to Fridays. I don't always do it Saturdays and Sundays. I tend to give myself a bit of a break. Um, I do spend Saturday sometimes working on my business. But generally, the weekends, I just try and sort of step out of it. But between Monday to Friday, that's what I'll do. So that gives me five hours a week working on my business, okay? Um... Then obviously Monday to Friday, I've got three children. So between 7 and 9 a.m. is kind of, that's spent on them, getting them ready for school, breakfast, you know, the whole morning routine, trying to get out the door on time. And my youngest is still, um, she's not at school yet. She's she's a nursery three days a week. So on the two days a week that she's at home with me, I make sure I spend my time with her because she goes to school next year and I'm not planning on having any more children. So this is my time now to spend with her and enjoy that time. And I urge you, if you're a parent, to just enjoy the time that you have now with your children because, oh my God, it goes so fast. My oldest is already in secondary school and doesn't want to spend any time with her mum. <laughs> 
so um, yeah, those two days a week that my little one's at home, I, I will spend that time with her wisely. We'll go to a toddler group, we'll go to her gymnastics class, we'll go to the park, we'll go to the cafe and have a little milkshake. And, um, you know, that, that's, that time is important. So the three days a week she's in nursery. So this is sort of outsourcing things here, like using a nursery. I mean, she's three now. It's good for her to be in preschool. Um, most children are in preschool anyway, um, at the age of three years. So on those days, <laughs> uh, those are my days where I will spend time. I will go to the gym. I will, I love swimming. So I'll go and have a swim. I'll do my yoga class twice weekly. And I will just spend that time on myself, really, just doing the things that I love to do for me. <laughs> and um, sorry if that sounds selfish, but it's, it's important to do something for yourself. And that's all part of reclaiming your time, isn't it? So you can actually spend that time on you doing the things that that, that make you happy. So these things make me happy and, and that's what I do. And I will check in on my emails probably around just before lunch. I'll spend about half an hour a day just checking in on emails and replying to things that are urgent. Um, and then, I mean, because I'm running two businesses at the moment, uh, as I say, I'm spending about eight hours a week in total, probably, uh, as I say, five hours sort of Monday to Friday during my power hour, and then my half an hour in the weeks on emails. And I'm, I'm still actually teaching one class a week that I do. Other than that, I've outsourced everything. So I've got teachers that go out and do classes for me. Um, I still take some of the bookings and I work on the marketing side of the business. Although I do use a virtual assistant um, in the summer when it's sort of the busy season and I'm getting a lot of inquiries and a lot of bookings coming through. And um, so I outsource when I need to. Um, and then I kind of just, I do the things that I can manage nice and easily. Uh, from anywhere um could sort of be anywhere in the world really sort of managing most of the stuff that I do um so my new business does still require me to create all the content for it and it, as I say it's something I enjoy doing but when the time comes um for me to outsource parts of that then I will do and I think if you can look for ways to outsource things if you've got your own business then then do so as I say using a virtual assistant is it seems to be it seems to be the fashion at the moment. <laughs> but honestly, I think it, it's very helpful if you can use a virtual assistant, especially if you've got an awful lot of admin to do and it's it's taking up a lot of your time and it's stopping you doing the things that you want to do for yourself and it's stopping you working on your business. Okay, I think that's the goal really if you've got a business is to kind of not be in the business all the time. Um, obviously, you need to be in it somewhat, but you need to be working on it to to grow it and take it forwards. So if you can have other people being in it and, and keeping it running, then you can work on it, if that makes sense. Um, there, are, If you don't run a business um, and you're thinking you, you still want to find ways, you know, to outsource and try and, and get rid of the stuff that you don't like doing, there's things you can do sort of... Um, so uh, online shopping, oh my God, online shopping. I think I've spoken about this in a previous podcast, um, but online shopping will, <laughs> it will get you a lot of time back. I spend about, 
half a day in a supermarket if I ever go out and do the shopping because it just takes ages, doesn't it? By the time you've parked, got your trolley, figured out what you need, got around the shops, got you know, packed it all away, put it in the car, got home, unpacked it. No, no, no. <laughs> just do it online um, and you can have your little shopping list ready in there so you can sort of buy the items on repeat and it takes five minutes. So I will do that now every single week. I'll sit on a Sunday evening and I will just just click <laughs> um, and it takes five minutes to do my online shop for the week and um, oh we use HelloFresh as well four times a week which I love HelloFresh um, because you don't have to plan the meals either so you've got nice fresh healthy meals that have all been planned for you with the recipes um, so that's kind of outsourcing in a way I don't have my own chef at home <laughs> not yet <laughs> still got to cook there but I actually enjoy cooking and my husband enjoys cooking when he's home too. So that's what I do there sort of for my personal life to make things easier. Um, and I also have a cleaner. And no, I'm not a diva. <laughs> having a cleaner, having a cleaner is amazing, guys. Um, if you don't like doing housework and it's taking up a lot of your time and you're, you're trying to build a business or you're trying to look after your kids or you're working uh, still 40 hours a week somewhere and you're finding you just don't have time to, to do your cleaning at home, um, do get a cleaner. I mean, they're very reasonable. I've, you think about it, again, go back to the concept of time and money what is more valuable you know I think we've established time is very very valuable time you cannot get back so instead of spending your Saturday or Sunday cleaning your house get a cleaner and use your time at the weekends on you use it to do something uh, for yourself um, so as I say the four-hour work week just talks about outsourcing wherever possible in order for you to free up your time for all the things that you really, really want to do and just eliminate all the things which you don't want and that you don't need, okay? Um, now, the book introduced me to a thing called Pareto's Law. Um, so Pareto's Law can also be summarized as um, the 80-20 rule. So you might have heard of the 80-20 rule. Uh, so basically it's 80% of outputs result from 20% of inputs. So another way to phrase that is 80% of the consequences flow from 20% of the causes or 80% of the results come from 20% of the efforts and time. Okay, so ask yourself which 20% of sources are causing 80% of your problems and unhappiness. Does that make sense? Which 20% of sources are resulting in 80% of your desired outcomes and happiness? Okay, so I'll go back to, to my example of, of this customer that I had uh, about a year ago um, who was causing about 80% of my problems, okay? And who was only bringing me in probably less than, it was less than 20% of profits. Um, yet I would have customers who would bring me in 80% of my profits and would, would cause me less than 20% of, of any issues or problems. 
or work even, if you want to summarise it in that way. So the 80-20 rule, um, it is something, it's a kind of, it's a rule to live by really, especially if you're running a business, okay? Um, so, yeah, I think you just, I urge you to put some time aside and ask yourself these things really. It's amazing what realisation hits from using Pareto's law, the 80-20 20 rule um i hope that's kind of made sense really so you're basically working out what is bringing you 80 percent of your profits in your business okay uh, and what what is bringing you 20 percent okay I, d- I don't know if that makes sense but you, you've got to try and work out a balance um and actually you'll be surprised when you realize that that basically probably 20% of your efforts are actually bringing you 80% of your income um, or your happiness, okay? So the most important thing to remember is that we're actually all going to die. (laughs) Sorry, guys, a bit morbid, but we're all going to die. So lastly, what I want to do is I want you to ask yourself, if today was the last day of your life, would you be doing what you are doing today. Again, I'll just say that again. If today was the last day of your life, would you want to do what you are doing today? If the answer is no, then I'm just going to be blunt with you. (laughs) Why are you wasting today? Why are you wasting today doing something that you don't like? Why? (laughs) It makes me angry. (laughs) Seriously, though, why are you wasting today? Just imagine today is the last day you have on planet Earth and and you are unhappy. You are waiting for the end of the day to come. Why? Why is that? Okay, I'll just just ask you (laughs) why. Um, you might answer, well, I've got bills to pay. I've got family to support. Yeah, I, I hear you. I know that. But you know that you are capable of earning money and money can be earned in so many ways. So many ways. Okay? Uh, we've already established that, that time can never be got back. You can never regain time. Once it's gone, it has gone. So if, you're, if you don't like what you're doing, now is the time to start making small steps to change. Small steps, okay? You don't have to make a drastic step today. You don't have to go and quit your job, like today. Um, although if this has inspired you to do that, then, then I urge you to do that. <laughs> if, you've got, if you've got something ready, um, a plan, uh, you, can, you can do that. <laughs> but... I urge you to take baby steps. I urge you to map out the life that you want to be living. And I urge you to take the baby steps in order to create that life. And I want you to start now, today. Okay, if you've just answered no to the question, if if today was the last day of your life, would you do what you're doing? Then now is the time to make the change, okay? Um, the only rules and limits in life are those that we set for ourselves there are no rules and limits okay this is your life this is your time and 
And now is the time to do what you want to do. Now is the time to reclaim your time and live your purpose. Okay, then this poem, okay, I'm going to read you a little poem, guys. <laughs> um, it's by uh, a poet called David Weatherfield, and it's included in the four-hour work week, but it kind of really hit home to me. And after reading this, this is when I sort of went and started to make quite a lot of changes in my life. And it's called Slow Dance. I'm just going to read it. <laughs> Have you ever watched kids on a merry-go-round? or listened to the rain slapping on the ground, ever followed a butterfly's erratic flight, or gazed at the sun into the fading night. You better slow down. Don't dance so fast. Time is short. The music won't last. Do you run through each day on the fly? When you ask, how are you? Do you hear the reply? When the day is done, do you lie in your bed with the next hundred chores running through your head? You'd better slow down. Don't dance so fast. Time is short. The music won't last. Ever told your child we'll do it tomorrow and in your haste not see his sorrow? Ever lost touch, let a good friendship die because you never had time to call and say hi? You'd better slow down. Don't dance so fast. Time is short. The music won't last. When you run so fast to get somewhere, you miss half the fun of getting there. When you worry and hurry through your day, it is like an unopened gift thrown away. Life is not a race. Do take it slower. Hear the music before the song is over. Okay, I'm hoping that this has inspired you to take action today to create the life that you deserve. Thanks, guys. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I do hope my information has been useful in some way. Now, if you have enjoyed listening, then I would really appreciate if you leave me a review over on iTunes or any other platform that you are listening from. Thank you.